Hey, welcome to another edition of Exploring NSWC Crane. It's a limited podcast series, and we welcome you. I'm Sandy Zare, along with Brian Stuffel, and today we'll be talking with Ben Harkness. So the concept of this whole thing is, is real simple. We're just going to try to tell some stories. We've got Crane's a big place, a lot of employees, and a lot of great stories and personalities. And so we're going to pick on, pick on some themes every now and then and talk about some things. And so Brian, today we decided to talk a little bit about leadership, and, and we wanted to get Ben in one time before he leaves and goes off into retirement and get some of his thoughts on leadership. So I'm uh, going to turn it over to you, Mr. Mr. Brian Stuffel, to kind of talk sure, to Ben sure. Harkness, and, and we'll, we'll ask him a few questions. And Ben, welcome to the hot seat. Yeah, thanks, Sandy. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> okay. Brian. Thank you, Sandy. And Ben, thanks for being with us and uh, sharing uh, some, some uh, your thoughts here uh, on the topic of leadership. But before we... Uh, uh, get into to sort of the meat and potatoes of uh, leadership. Just uh, would like to uh, just uh, ask you to maybe uh, reflect a little bit, talk, talk a little bit about uh, your career. I think everybody's aware that you uh, have a pending retirement here soon, and I'm sure you've had some time to, to kind of also reflect on uh, your career here at Crane. And uh, I remember coming in here uh, as a, a young uh, engineer out of Purdue and 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 uh, ready to go and and so if you, if you don't care just talk a little bit about your career maybe kind of hitting some of the highlights and and uh, memories that you have uh, here at Crane. Yeah, thanks, Brian. It's uh, it's it's been wow, thirty three and a half years or so, mm. almost thirty four, I guess. Uh, uh, since I come on board in uh, May of 1988, and it's it has gone fast, but it's been a great career. I've had a lot of opportunities to work in a lot of different organizations, and I had a lot of people take me under their wings and uh, help me along. Uh, great uh, group of folks that I first hired in uh, really taught me the ropes about Crane and and how Crane operates. Uh, had a great first boss, a guy by the name Ron Andis, and couple of uh, really strong technicians, one particularly Tony Bledsoe, that really kind of helped me uh, learn the ropes, if you will, for, for how things operate at Crane. And as a result of that, I always wanted to, to you know, get into, you know, being able to lead and lead programs. Uh, I, I guess that just was built into my particular DNA and um, very quickly uh, found myself uh, getting involved with uh, leading some efforts technically and, um, leading some things um, programmatically and eventually uh, leading people as a branch manager and then I became a project manager for a few years and got to move over into a different uh, part of Crane and learn a little bit about radar and and uh, work in that particular area. Eventually became a division head and a deputy department head, department head and um, a member of the executive leadership team. And so it seemed like about every three years I was moving uh, on, uh, first year, kind of had this approach that you're really trying to learn what's going on in the first year. The second year, you're really kind of formulating kind of your what you want to do to try to leave where you're at a little better than what it was when you got there. Um, mm -hmm. And then the third year is kind of about execution and mm -hmm. putting those things in, things in place. And that's, that's really, if you ever looked at my resume, you would see that about every three years I was moving that way until mm -hmm. I kind of got into the department role here at the senior leadership level and spent the last decade basically uh, supporting operations there, but there was always change and evolving and, and efforts that happened on that front too. So yeah, great career, learned a lot along the way, made a lot of great friends and a lot of lasting memories that I'll take mm -hmm. with me. And um, and it's just been a great place to work. And, you know, I do want to say, you know, it's, it, you know, sometimes people think, well, you, 
you know, gosh, I'm going to go work for the government and I'm going to have this same job over and over and over again. And that's not the case here at Crane. It's, right. it's a, a big organization uh, where we have, you know, three main mission areas now that we support that we've mentioned uh, in the past. And, um, and you can go work and do it, different things through the course of your career. And uh, you can compete for jobs and you can find ways to take special assignments and, and you can really uh, you know, find yourself getting into an area where you really feel comfortable and where you think you can contribute and contribute the best and where you get a lot of joy out of coming to work every day. Yeah, great. So I know you, you came in and you, you talked about, well, every three years or so, if you look at my resume, I you know, changed and uh, uh, moved along into different areas. And I'm sure as you got into those, you, you mentioned a number of different leadership uh, roles that you've been in. And would you say that uh, all of those uh, really uh, had different requirements in terms of uh, leadership skills and the kinds of leadership that it was and how would you say those things helped you uh, hone the kinds of skills that you uh, developed to eventually end up as the, the you know, deputy technical director here at Crane? Yeah, thanks. That's a great question. There's certainly a lot of situational matters that you find yourself a part of. Um, working at different, uh, working for different program offices, they they can have different cultures that, that and different responsibilities for how they have to operate. Uh, the various um, positions that I have held have different have had different levels of responsibility as well. And so, um, it's one of the things I really appreciated about my bosses. Um, they really never put me into something that they didn't think that I could succeed at. Um, they didn't give me more than I was really ready for. Um, and they, they really helped me and coached me along and allowed me to uh, learn along the way. And, you know, unfortunately, you learn by some of your mistakes, mm-hmm. right? I, mm-hmm. I think back to the way I handled some circumstances over the course of my career, and I'm not so sure I would have handled them the same way now, knowing what I know now. Um, but, but all of those become learning experiences, teachable moments, and then you try to apply that then to going forward and how you uh, operate and lead the organization. Absolutely, yeah, so great stuff. I, I uh, <clears throat> you know, kind of shifting here a little bit and, and, uh, and moving on uh, talking about leadership, and, and, you know, we talk about uh, the evolution of national leadership uh, here at Crane uh, over the years and, and where we are today. And, uh, but just thinking about <clears throat> leadership in general, and you know what I've shared where uh, I think uh, uh, you and I have both been here for a pretty long time and, and really toward the end of our careers here at Crane, our paths crossed uh, to where we were uh, in the same organization and talking about leadership and, and uh, things like that. And I know you have, uh, at least in my time in the leadership uh, role I've been in in your organization, you've always had what I would call a focus uh, on leadership. And, uh, you know, obviously what's important to the department is important to all of us. And, and so taking uh, and making note of that, uh, I feel like you've always had a, uh, understood the importance of leadership and that leadership is also developed uh, and um, uh, is very important to, uh, to Crane's future. So with that in mind, uh, could you share just a little bit about your general philosophy on, on leadership and uh, um, what was it about uh, your own career that really kind of drove you toward 
saying, I, 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 I want to be a leader uh, here at Crane. Uh, could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I am. Um, gosh, Brian, I would say, you know, for me, I, I don't know that I have one particular leadership style necessarily mm -hmm. other than I, I, I try to think about being situational and in finding yourself in the current circumstance that you're in or the current situation or environment, how do I lead in that particular area? I also think about how you lead at the next level. Um, we, we've talked a lot over the years. Um, bosses that I've had have, have talked to me about you, you can lead your organization and lead where you're at, but you also have to think about how do you lead at the next level within the organization as well. And and spend some time thinking about that. And I think I've shared that with you all as well whenever mm -hmm. uh, we were working collectively together there. I, I, I tend to go back and um, you know, think about uh, leaders that, that I've worked with that um, have had certain styles and, and I've seen where things work for them and where things haven't worked for them. Um, then I've also uh, tried to read uh, some as well. I don't particularly like to read a lot, but, uh, but I, I do like to read uh, uh, books on leadership and sports-related books. Uh, a lot of my uh, time over the years is, has, has been spent reading a lot of books about coaches and how they led organizations uh, that they were part of. And it's been a lot of um, uh, inputs that I've tried to take in and then think about how do I apply that then for the circumstance and the situation that I'm in. Um, I don't make any bones about it, you know, kind of as I, as I, as I exit out of here, you know, I've got a pretty strong faith and, and background and belief uh, um, in, a, in a higher power. And um, I've turned a lot to the Bible to, over those years to look at stories of leadership there, uh, whether you believe or you don't believe. And some of that it, it is there's great stories and examples of leaders that are in there of how they led through certain circumstances. And um, I always wanted to try to um, you know, emulate that where it made sense and follow uh, those good examples. Um, and, and really it kind of sums up for me, Brian, um, I, I really try to treat people the way I want to be treated. Um, but I also know that I fail at that miserably a lot. Um, sometimes it's driven by the circumstances and the, the fact that I maybe have to make a decision quickly and people will not feel like they're being heard. Um, I've always tried to do that, but at the same time, um, I've always, at the end of the day, wanted to make sure that people knew that I cared. Mm -hmm. I cared about them. I wanted mm -hmm. them to have joy within their circumstances and their jobs. And um, and I, I really think, you know, it probably took me 25 years before mm -hmm. it really sunk in that that was probably more important right. than some of the other things that you might be reading out of a book somewhere else. You sure. know, Ben, we've had some conversations earlier, and, and you were talking a little bit about how you surround yourself with people who didn't necessarily have the same same opinion as you. I consider that part of your philosophy too. Would you care to share some of that with us? Yeah, thanks, Sandy. Uh, yeah, you know, I didn't want people who always thought like me, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it, if if everybody's thinking the same, and uh, then you know, one of the two of us is probably not needed, right? right. So, I, I really wanted to find people that had diverse backgrounds and experiences, uh, beliefs, thoughts, ideas. Um, it takes all of us collectively to come together to figure out how to bring the talents that we've been blessed with, uh, either God-given talents that are part of our DNA, uh, things that we were, you know, were passed on to us, traits and characteristics from our, from our parents, um, as well as the experiences that we have. And if you can take all those and, and look for the best out of all that, 
um, I really think it makes your organization better over, overall. I, I know I didn't have a lot of great ideas. I just surrounded myself with a lot of great folks. And uh, I was very fortunate to, to have uh, a lot of great um, uh, folks that were able to uh, uh, offer opinions and ideas and thoughts and, and were willing to just take little nuggets at times when I could just ask a question and say, hey, what about this? And, and somebody would take off and they would run with that. And, and we, you know, I really think we made things you know, better. Uh, I think things are maybe a little better. I hope they're a little better. Mm. I'm, I'm sure not everybody mm. believes that. Uh, but I like to think that they're a little better than maybe what they were whenever, whenever I got it from, um, from my boss, uh, from my bosses. Whenever I got into the leadership roles. Well, I will say this. You know, one of the things you did was steward one of our biggest customers at Crane. That customer has Crane workload out through 2084. Mm -hmm. if, if if that's not a testament to your leadership, I don't know what is. So, absolutely. Uh, on behalf of Crane, yeah. we thank you for that. That's really that's really a great thing, Ben. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, yeah, uh, very good. So just kind of shifting here a little bit uh so uh thinking about outside of work now and we yeah. talked about your up your uh, upcoming retirement and and so i'm sure you've been spending a little bit of time thinking about that and i i've known you for a long time you're not somebody to just kind of sit around and watch tv <laughs> and watch the game shows and the soap operas right so don't see that in your future i might be wrong but but so so what do you what do you see for yourself now uh coming up uh for you yeah, I don't know, Brian, you know, exactly what the future holds. None of us really do, right, uh, here on Earth. So I, I do think, though, that I, I want to, uh, you know, I don't want to just go and sit and watch TV and do nothing else. I don't want to go fish every day and that be it or golf every day. I want to find ways to be able to stay productive and contribute. Um, there's a lot of things that can be, that, there's a lot of places that, could possibly benefit from, you know, Ben Harkness being involved with, uh, with some efforts. Uh, but I, that's going to be kind of out a little further, uh, right off the bat. Uh, I, I, I had a great family. Uh, and my wife, Diane has just been a complete blessing to me and, and been a great supporter over the years. And, and we put a lot of things on hold, um, as a result of my career and her career as well, as well. And uh, we're going to do some things that for us. Uh, we're going to go travel and see some things we haven't seen before and, uh, you know, meet some new people and, and um, make some new friends and, and uh, get some new experiences. And so we're looking forward to, to doing that, you know, at least for a year or two, and we'll see kind of where things go after that. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. So I know that you, you, um, you do have – one thing about you people may not know is that uh, you like to cook, don't you? I mean, you, especially on the grill. You're, a, you're kind of a, a grill uh, guy, and um, you've uh, hosted a number of events, even with uh, some some customers and VIPs in where you've grilled. And uh, yep. is grilling still in your future? Uh, well, I got to eat. So, well, yeah, I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming it will, you know, I got to do some grill, and, uh, it, and, and it's been uh, great uh, to, to work with uh, here in the last year or so. And, uh, so yeah, I, I'm not afraid to experiment on that, and um, everything turns out pretty decent, I think, for the most part. And uh, but the real cook in the family is my wife. She's uh, she's the one that really knows how to cook, and um, uh, and as you know, um, uh, she does great at cooking peanut butter pie, right? You bet, you bet, she does. So well, whatever you do, if you do that grilling, make sure you follow your operating procedures and do it safely. So there you go. Yes. I love it. Hey, thanks very much, Brian. Ben, thanks a lot. I appreciate you spending some time sharing with us a little bit here today in our in our podcast. And we just appreciate your work and your leadership in helping us 
get this podcast off the ground. So you've been very instrumental in that. And so just want to thank you for your time today and thank you for sharing some of your experience with us. So thanks so much, Ben. This is Exploring NSWC Crane. And we want to thank our executive producer, Seth Tackett, for his help with putting this together. And stay tuned, another one coming your way shortly. For Ben Harkness and Brian Stuffel, I'm Sandy Zare. Stay tuned for next time.